With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Hello, I am Lisa, and I like potatoes. In a world where the average scary movie gets a 2% on Rotten Tomatoes, where Netflix and chill means you turn on a movie and ignore it, we bring to you streaming and screaming. We're hosts Lisa and Kara will go through and review all scary movies so you can make the ultimate decision of whether or not it's worth the watch. They'll stream so you can scream. And we're back with your favorite from Murderly Network, streaming and screaming. Did we decide if it's like... N or and or N. I think you've been writing it as N, right? I have, because it's then, just easier. Then that's what lazy. it is. Okay, so screams. Wow. Streaming and screaming. I'm your host, Lisa, and I'm here with my lovely partner in crime, Kara. <laughs> Yahoo! Did you hit the button? Talk into microphone real quickly. Hello. It's not blinking. Doesn't not blink mean it's on? Maybe it's just shorter because we have it on a different setting for the first time. My baby, my baby voice. Where? You're the, Who am I? You're low, low. Oh. I'm top! Ah! Okay, hang on. Okay, you're right. So we're back with a new episode of Streaming and Screaming tonight, ladies and gentlemen. This is a fantastic movie. I mean, we'll talk about our feelings on it, but I just kind of gave away how I feel. <laughs> um, but we are talking about Get Out today, everybody. If you haven't seen it, it's a really great movie with a um, a message. Yeah. <laughs> a great movie with a message. Yeah. Um, it's a horror movie, but it has a lot of other genres, so we're just going to get into it. Tell me about Get Out, Care. What's going on? Okay. So it was written and directed by Jordan Peele, Woo-woo. who everybody probably knows from Key and Peele, which was a show on Comedy Central. And I know what you guys are thinking. It's a horror movie and a comedian wrote it, but yes, he fucking did. And it's like, it's like, Almost like a dark comedy as well. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But it's not listed as a dark no, comedy. No, which we should we should revolt. <laughs> um, it is starring Daniel Kaluuya. I feel like it can't be Kaluuya. 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 Starring Daniel Kaluuya, Allison Williams of Girls Fame, and daughter of Brian Williams. Woo woo! I didn't know she was the daughter of Brian Williams. Yeah. Well, I'm sleeping. Catherine Keener. And Bradley Whitford. Solid crew that they have going on here. It was released at Sundance on January 23rd, 2017, and it was in theaters February 24th, 2017. It has a runtime of an hour and 44 minutes. It is in English, which is nice, because that's what we speak. But we're not against foreign film. (laughs) (laughs) Not everything has to have a disclaimer. Yeah, right. Um, so, genre, as we got into a tad a bit earlier, 
is horror, mystery, and thriller, but we'd like to enter that it is also a dark comedy. Yeah, because it's written by a comedian. Of course, comedians can also do normal things. However, I think this has bits where it's like, okay. Yes. Um, so it had a budget of $4.5 million, and it made $255.5 million at the box office. What do you think that means each actor got paid for this movie? So I was like, reading what it, and it said like, the net profit was like $124 million. So they probably got like a nice 25 mil each. No, less than that. Maybe like 5 or 10. I'll take any mil. Oh, yeah, I'll take I would no take one. Mil. What? I would accept I'll one. take no money. <laughs> um, and it is rated R for violence, bloody images, and language, including sexual references. Yikes. <laughs> what row? So we need to go get our pizza. We'll be right back <laughs> after these messages. I have to just go for the topics on Alright, we got the pizza out of the oven. I know y'all were worried we did not burn down the apartment. We are back. So, getting into what Get Out is about. So, if you haven't seen it. Give me the briefest of plot overviews. I will give you the briefest that I can uh, muster. So, a young African-American visits his white girlfriend's parents for the weekend where his simmering uneasiness about their reception of him eventually reaches a boiling point. Dun! That's pretty brief. Dun! Dun! Beautiful. So, ratings, let's talk about them. What did the tomato people give them? The tomato people gave (laughs) them a 99%. Woo! We talk about it, ladies and gents. Horror movies do not get that kind of treatment. This is, it's like unheard of. Yeah, it's unheard of for normal movies. Like to get a 99%, let alone a horror movie. Yeah. Um, the audience score was 86%, which is still really high because audiences can be dicks. And we'll see that with another <laughs> episode coming up. Um, <laughs> and it was the highest rated wide release on Rotten Tomatoes of 2017. Wow. Just so much wow, so little time, Kara. <laughs> It, yeah, <laughs> this is like a Mary Kate Ashley movie. Yeah, absolutely. Show. <laughs> yeah, right. They were a show. Um, and what did it get on IMDb's ratings of life? It got a seven point seven, and on Metacritic, it got an eighty four. Which those are all high. Yeah. But that ninety nine percent. That's that's what I stick with. I mean, I feel like Rotten Tomatoes is the most even playing field. Because the tomato meter one is the critics, right? Yeah, and then the audience is like us. Yeah. So let's talk shows. about it. Has this beauty received any awards yet? So, at the 90th Academy Awards, the film earned four nominations, Best Picture, Best Director, Best Original Screenplay, and Best Actor for Daniel Kaluuya. What was his last name? Kaluuya. I'm just going to call him Danny Boy. For Danny Boy. Peel became the third person to earn Best Picture, Director, and Screenplay nominations for a debut film. And the first black winner for Best Original Screenplay. So, um, spoiler alert, he won Best Original Screenplay. <laughs> um, at the Golden Globe Awards, Get Out received two nominations. Best Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy. See, okay, this so is I guess really, it yeah. So I wasn't that in the genre. And Best Actor, Comedy, or Musical for Daniel, Danny Boy. Kaluuya. Kalu. Yeah, it's a hard you. Kaluuya. The film also received nominations at the 24th Screen Actor Guild Award and the 49th 
NAACP Image Awards and the 23rd Critics' Choice Awards, among others. Now, it won Best Foreign International Film at the British Independent Film Awards. Cranking out those wins and those nominations, my friends. They are cranking them out. At the Independent Spirit Awards, Jordan Peele won the Best Director Award and the film won Best Picture. Only films with total budgets less than $20 million are eligible for these awards. These are all... And their budget was just a quarter of that. Yes. These are all a huge deal. As we mentioned, every single time we do this this little segment, horror films very rarely get the recognition that they deserve. So this is all very, very important. They're making a lot of milestones. Uh, I don't think a horror movie's done this well in quite some time. Probably not since, what, Silence of the Lambs? Yeah. Or Sixth Sense, which came first? Silence, Silence of the Lambs. I mean, which came second? First. Which was what? the last, most recent? Oh, most recent would be Sixth Sense, right? So it'd probably be since Sixth Sense, because I think Sixth Sense brought home some rewards. I don't even like Sixth Sense. What? I just think it's dumb. Well, we're going to go over that in another episode of Streaming and Screaming because that is one of my favorite movies. Don't shit really? on it. Yeah, I like it. Huh. I just think, okay, we'll get into that movie when we talk about it. We should probably pause on just because And our pizza is ready. Our pizza is ready. It's ready today. It's ready tomorrow. We're going to eat the pizza. It's not ready tomorrow. You don't know that. I might have You're leftover. Right. Hey, back. So, Kara, a lot of fun facts in this movie. We already talked about the awards that this movie, uh, you know, it's actually kind of shocking that they didn't win more, to be honest, I think, at least. It's probably partly because of horror movie. Well, they there's not a horror movie category, so they probably got stuck in, like, we just saw, like, comedy and... Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit is what it called. Exactly. It. Um... Okay, fun facts. Funnest facts. Most of the fun facts are under spoilers because they're spoilers. Yeah. But so this movie was filmed in twenty three days, which is unheard of. I That's feel like pretty these short days. for a movie. I think That's they're usually insane. about three months, right? Something like that. Because uh, don't they normally take like one take like forty five thousand times? Yeah. There's one scene in Scream that took like over twenty three. It was like a month. Once, like, the ending scene in the house where they... They do a lot of things. Um, Isn't that weird? Like, when you watch a movie, it seems so fluid, but you never realize, like, it takes so many cuts, so many, yeah. like, different things. And I always think it's interesting, uh, the continuity errors. Like, when, like, they'll hold a ball, bowl of popcorn when they say one thing, and then two seconds later, it's empty. The yeah. And girls, that happens, but... Okay, let's get into the fun facts. Uh, so, 23 days is all it yes. took to film this bad boy. Jordan Peele used the Silence of the Lambs for inspiration on shooting the hypnosis scenes between Chris and Missy and the face-off between Clarice... Blessings! The face-off between Clarice and Hannibal filmed in tight close-ups in which the characters looked directly at the camera informed Peele's style in these scenes. That's also one of my favorite movies, Silence of the Lambs. That I accept. <laughs> um... The film joins a handful of horror films to be nominated for the Academy Award for Best Picture, like The Exorcist, one Best. of my favorite films. Jaws, mm. I don't consider that horror. No. The Silence of the Lambs. Yes. Sixth Sense. Yes. Eh. And Black Swan, which I, I don't consider that, that horror. I don't either. think that's horror. I think it's like a psychological thriller, possibly, yes. at most. But we'll still talk about it. Because um, anything that's like even mildly creepy, I want to put on the show. And the thing with all of those films, maybe... Mm, 
Most of those have one really big name attached to them. Yeah. And this does not. Yeah. I mean, the biggest name is probably Katherine Keener. Or Allison Williams. Probably Katherine Keener. Um, Cause she plays a lot of mamas <laughs> in the world. She's the mom in the Step Brothers. Isn't she? No, that's Mary Steenburgen. Well, fucking A, boy. <laughs> Why do um, they look so similar? They do look similar, but okay, Mary Steenburgen, gave that I to love me. her. Then what the off. fuck? Who is this lady? She's, isn't she in 40-Year-Old Virgin? She's That's the, maybe where yeah. I got the confusion. They I look think, like twins. She's the woman. Are they related? No. <laughs> um, it's the highest grossing debut film based on an original screenplay as of its 2017 release. And I'm going to butcher this pronunciation, but Lil Rel Howery, who plays, I think his name's Rod, the TSA guy in the movie. Rod, the TSA agent. He says says that real life TSA agents constantly recognize him since the film's released. That's really funny. And he was, he was great. Oh, he like, like, didn't save it. It didn't need save. Yeah, I was going to say nothing needed saving here, Um, but. Jordan Peele made the sound when the door, the deer gets hit by the car. What kind of sound is that? <laughs> that sound? Did that sound, like, accurate? That's pretty much just it. Did you make the sound? <laughs> um, the iconic scene where Walter is sprinting toward Chris and then makes a sharp turn at the last second inspired the online challenge of people doing that same action called the Get Out Challenge. Wait, that's really funny. You didn't know that? No, I can't run, so I don't look at people running. You don't running. have to do the challenge. <laughs> it was funny. Um... Chance what they do is like run to strangers and like. <laughs> it was just like anything. They just ran and then <laughs> dipped. Um, <laughs> Running and dipping, my favorite. Chance the Rapper purchased every ticket for every opening day show of Get Out at the Chatham Theater on 87th in Chicago. He's a fucking gem. And urged his Twitter followers to claim a ticket. Why doesn't anyone do that in Pittsburgh? <laughs> we could go get fucking Christine Aguilera. <laughs> gonna buy us tickets to like <laughs> the nude porn reveal. There you go, the nude porn reveal. <laughs> We're going to all have to go to blush on Christina is <laughs> done. Yeah, so Lil Rel Howery. Who is Chris' best friend, Rod? Ad-libbed the majority of his funny lines. Which I like. Because I feel like yeah. they're not as... I mean, I guess I wouldn't know because I don't know what's in the script and what's not. But I feel like when it's more organic, you get more of a laugh. Yes. And... The opening of the film is partially inspired by the opening of Halloween. Do, 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 do. Is that right? Yes, I fucking love Halloween. Oh, That's yeah. my favorite of the, like, I cannot big, wait. The new one looks Ooh. so good. Jamie right. Lee Curtis, killing it at you age 95. You have to also watch the Rob Zombie one. She's Did you just say Jamie Lee Curtis was 95? That is blasphemous. Is that getting cut? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I might leave it in there if you upset me. I'm just kidding. No, she is um, actually 59 years old, you big asshole. It was inverted. It was inverted. She's younger than my mom. No, no, she's my the same age as my mom. Um, so the opening of the film is partially inspired by the opening of Halloween, which Jordan Peele described as a subversion of the, quote, perfect white neighborhood, end quote. Ooh. I thought Bellevue was the perfect white neighborhood. Oh. <laughs> so... We're going to take you on a little dipsy-doo dive into the spoiler room. If you haven't seen this movie and you hate people who spoil movies, please back your ass up right now. Twerk it out of here. 
and come back in like mm, a good 20 minutes. So these are spoilers. Plug your ears for the next time frame. I'll put notes in the in the show notes. I'll put notes. Show I notes. feel like if you're listening to this, you You've know already. that the spoilers are coming and this is on you. Yeah. We we go over this every single episode, so just beware. Spoil. We should just put that in the beginning. Beware. Spoilers. Maybe ahead. Dun, dun, dun. All right. So, Chris insists on stopping the vehicle and going to check on the injured deer, which is something Lisa would do. That's not in the script, that's, but it's that's true. That's Lisa talking. I've actually had that, like, vision in my head if I ever hit a, a deer. You'd get out and be like, are you okay? I'd fucking try to say Because, you know, like, you see those, like, animal videos where people take, like, their hurt animal to the hospital. and like. What if it was dying and you knew that it was better to just kill it? Would you, like, step on its airway or something? Fuck no. Are you kidding me? Do you know me? I can't do something. I can't even fucking kill a bug. But you know what's really horrifying? And you just brought it up. And so now I have to tell a little quick anecdote. So this might be 25 minutes. <laughs> um, I was on my way to my private clarinet lesson. And no. we saw the most horrific thing in the world. It was a little deer who had gotten hit by a car. And all of its legs were broken, but it was still very much alive. And I remember I was, like, in tears, of course, because if you don't know me, I'm the biggest animal and insect and living thing other than plants lover on the planet. And you I love I, plants? I appreciate them, but I kill them a lot faster than anything else. Like, I can't keep my plants alive. So I do apologize about that. But, yes, I love all living things, I think, which is funny because I run a true crime podcast, but I do get really upset. So I got really upset, and my dad goes, like, my dad was, like, real sad, too, and he was like, oh. Like, someone's going to have to come put it out of its misery. And when we were driving away, we heard a shot. And I just, my, half of me died that day and never came back. It was horrible. I also watched a bunny get hit by a car and it ruined my whole entire Aww, life. So, yes, I actually have thought about this. If I ever hit a deer, what I would do. And if, unless it exploded on impact, I would have to fucking, I don't know. I'd lose, my, I'd probably have to go to therapy for the rest of my life. <laughs> I already do. But, like, it's just, you know. So, the deer is still very barely alive in the movie. And Chris seems intensely focused on the animal. As the storyline later reveals, this is how Chris's mother was killed. A hit and run. His mother died alone on the side of the road. Oh my gosh. A lot of the stuff I didn't realize until I read it. That's so... That like hurts my soul. Like if I watch this again, I'm going to break down. And people are going to be like, Lisa, it's just a deer. And I'm like, it's his mom. (laughs) (laughs) Help him. Um, That's really impactful though um when jordan peele first wrote the script he envisioned a more downbeat ending with chris getting arrested for murdering rose and her family by the time he actually got to make the film however he felt that the audience had earned the right to a happier ending in light of various real life controversies involving police violence against african-american people so i actually have seen both of them because they're one the alternate ending which was the original ending That wasn't used, but the one that we just talked about being arrested is in the in the special the special ship. I do not, but my friend rented it and we were watching it. So that part, if you were interested in seeing how it would have ended instead of his friend driving up, no, 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 he's a police officer. Although, actually, I'm not even going to get into it. Now, <clears throat> Georgina, who is played by Betty Gabriel, was probably fixing her bangs in the reflection of the window so her surgery scars wouldn't be visible. It's the same reason Walter, who was played by Marcus Henderson, and Andre Lakeith Stanfield 
are never seen without hats. Because as we know, they got some some cranial surgery, girl. You great. What's this she say? Molly, you in danger, girl. Whoopi Goldberg from Ghost. Didn't sound anything like her, but I do love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. Fuck off. All right. So Peel added that it was absolutely essential that the audience believe Rose and Chris are in love at the beginning of the movie without any suspicion otherwise. I thought they were in love. Same Z's. I did not know that this movie was going to go so fucking haywire. When Dean shows Chris the kitchen for the first time, he mentions that it was his mother's favorite room of the house and tells him, quote, we like to keep a piece of her in the house, end quote. This also is the first time he meets Georgina. Rose then later refers to Georgina as grandma in the scene where Georgina is struck by the car being driven by Chris. I don't remember that. When this, he hit her with a car. Oh, oh yeah, fuck her. Bye. Bye, grandma. <laughs> At the end of the movie, Rose is left to die in a manner similar to Chris's mother's, lying alone on or near the road, which I didn't realize until we talked about the deer. During a talk after this movie's January 2017 Sundance Film Festival screening, Jordan Peele said that he first got the idea during 2008's Democratic primary discussions about whether an African-American or a woman was more deserving of the presidency. He then went on to explain that from the seed of an idea, he further conceived the movie as a twist on the Stepford Wives, which I can see. I love Stepford Wives. Oh, yeah. Wives. From 1975, which I they like also the remade Nicole with Kidman Nicole Kidman. One. That's my girl. In which suburban husbands replaced their rebellious wives with compliant robots, which is probably going to happen in the future here, coming up. That, that's, honestly, I hope that's my future. <laughs> Being turned into a compliant robot uh-huh. wife. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? With Nicole Kidman's face and Amy Adams' the hair. Make it happen. Let's do it. Listeners. Yeah, right? So Dean tells Chris all about his disdain for deer after finding out about the road accident. Later on, he is killed by Chris using the mountain deer's head. If he hates deer so much, why does he have a fucking deer head in his house? Right? Fuck all that. Busted. Busted. But I didn't realize that. No. When Chris starts just... It's so, like, crazy that, like, it all kind of... There's, like, a method to every bit of madness. Yes. Like, there's so much thought that goes into this that I can't even begin. If I were yeah. to move, it would be like, hello. Stick figures, shake hands. How are you? Yeah. I'm good. And Stick figures, shake hands. One walks to the left, one walks to the right, <laughs> and that is the end of the show. So, um, <clears throat> when Chris starts to suspect things are going south and is standing in the bedroom talking to Georgina over his shoulder, there is a part of a poster on the wall visible which make up the words quote chris is dead end quote the opening scene with chris and rose together there are two foreshadowing elements now you got to pay very very close attention or it will run right past your face the first time <laughs> the first time the first time chris is shown he is rubbing shaving cream all over his face which would be symbolic of white face. Rose jokes that her father is not going to meet him in their driveway with a shotgun. In the final scenes, Rose is the one in the driveway with the rifle trying to kill Chris because she's a big bitch. Regarding the meaning of the sunken place, Jordan Peele Wait, should, says, should we explain what the sunken place the is? The sunken place is a place where people go to fucking cry. 
cry or fuck, fuck and cry? All of it. Go on. You explain. It's when they're hypnotized and they're sitting in that chair and they like sink down in it and they're just, like in a space of black. Like, that's it. But does that have, like, meaning? Yeah, read the rest of the sentence. Oh, I will keep the sentence going. <laughs> What's with <laughs> me today? <laughs> he said the sunken, quote, the sunken place means we are marginalized. No matter how hard we scream, the system silences us. End quote. That is fucking wild. See, we'll go over it. Now this changes me a bit. So, Rose wasn't sticking up for Chris when she argued with the police officer about showing identification. After they hit the deer at the beginning. Of the After maybe they, they hit the deer. What is they have to... She's driving, he's not. I think he's driving. No, because the whole reason was she was like, I'm driving. I was driving the car. He was not driving. Oh, okay. And he was like, why would you need... She was like, why would you need his ID? He wasn't driving the car. So, in case you didn't catch that point, she was not... She was driving. She was driving, he wasn't. Because women drive and men can't drive. That is a fact. I'm just kidding. Everyone says the opposite. So, I got a crumb down my shirt. Um, She was avoiding a paper trail. Had the cop run both of their license, there would have been a record that Chris and Rose were together before his eventual disappearance. So, she's a smart bitch and a lucky one, too. She's a bitch, but she's smart. You gotta be, if you're gonna be a bitch, you have to be smart. So that's a little bit of the spoiler room here for us. We're going to get into the nitty gritty, the fun details. We're going to get into our thoughts. We never named this section. We still. need to fucking figure it out. Listeners, help us. You know what you guys should do? If you're listening right now, take a little pause. Go to the review section. Tap on that five star. And then name type in the section. name of this section in the review. And if, you, if we pick yours, you'll get a prize. Will you? Yeah, we can send them a prize. Okay. Let's send them a prize. We'll make something up. We'll send you keto chicken pizza. Yeah. Just kidding. We'll actually send you a prize. I'll think of something. We'll think of something clever. Cross-stitch you. So you have until... your face. I will not do that. I can't commit to that. A long time. So... No, we need to put a time frame. Okay. You have two weeks. October. Oh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Two weeks, honestly, might be October by the time I get this out. Two weeks from the release of this episode. Yes. Yes and yes. So, if you want more entries, have your friends and family do the same, and we will count them. Just put your little name in parentheses as well. Just your little name. Little baby name. And we'll announce the winner on our show in two weeks after this episode airs, and we'll post it everywhere, and we'll get your information, hopefully. So, keep listening so we can find you. How would you do that? Because when you leave a review, oh. it doesn't give you info. Message. Just keep a listen, and if it's you, fucking call us, beep us if you want to. Just email us. You don't call us. We'll figure it out. We'll make better terms and conditions. Terms and conditions may apply. Yeah. Like, you're not going to get a big prize if you're out of this country. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yes, seriously, if you go rate review, subscribe, put a name in there, and also comment it on the post that we make of this. That's a good way to do it. Yeah. Comment on the promotional post on our Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, and you will be entered to win a very special Streaming and Screaming limited edition. If you're the best. Prize. If you, if you are the winner of the section name. 
So the section you're naming is the one where we go over our personal thoughts and opinions. Let's just keep that in mind. And we're not calling it personal thoughts and opinions. If you even put that, you're banned. You're, you're just going to be cut. Not physically, <laughs> but emotionally. So the 10-minute test, Kara, did we want to turn it off after 10 minutes? I don't know about you, but I saw it in theaters. I saw it with you. We saw it together in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> I give up. I can't keep it straight. after work. I can't keep straight. Did anyone see it with us? No, it was when we worked hard to two. Five to two was a really good time. I hated it. Oh, I fucking loved it. Oh. And then they kicked me off of it and made you stay. And I'm like, she doesn't even want it. <laughs> no, I didn't. You not. didn't want to start it. She didn't want to see the movie to begin with. Just kidding. <laughs> I did <laughs> not want to turn it off. Well, we couldn't. <laughs> we couldn't turn it off even if we wanted to. But no, if, I, if we were streaming it. We would not. We didn't walk out of the theater. No, no, we we didn't. We stuck it out. It was we yes. It passed the ten minute test. Yes. <laughs> yes. And we would recommend keeping those ten minutes and turning them into what was the runtime? One hour and forty four minutes. What's sixty plus forty four? One hundred and four. One hundred and four minutes. We watched all of them. So real or so fake? Was it a plot, or were there elements that made it feel like it could happen in real life? I said that it was real in the racism aspect, but fake in the turning them into brainwashed slaves aspect. I agree. I think the symbolism really touched on reality and, and the things going on in our world today, and that also was kind of, like, the sunken place, like, that was like, eh, like, I could have done without the sunken place, but now that I know what that was represent, representative of, Representing. Now that I know what that represented. Yeah. There I am. Um, I feel like it is so real. But there, yeah, like in like in logistics, it's all pretty. It can't yeah, happen. It's not good. No one's cutting out people's brains and replacing them with like electrodes or whatever the shit that they were doing. Um, but I do think it, it's pretty cool that it touches on real issues. I think and that's why it resonated with so many people. I mean, it also opens up, you know, people that uh, don't have to deal with racism on a daily basis to the struggles and the, and the different, like, really tiny microaggressions and even more outward appearance, appearances, um, even more outward aggressions of racism, and I think that was really cool. So it was both so real in the symbolism and what it stood for, and parts of it were pretty legit, and then so fake in that, like, the logistics, like, you're not going to the second place and you're not going to be um, made into a hamburger. <laughs> I don't think anybody was made into a hamburger. What the? <laughs> Do you, like, want a hamburger? <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with my brain. Your face, though, is so funny. Next one. Moving on. <laughs> Could or would we throw it on as background noise or should you be paying attention? I think you should be paying attention or you're going to miss the whole movie. 
turns on and hamburger. Kara clearly wasn't paying enough attention during the movie. It's probably more realistic to be turned into a hamburger. Because <laughs> that's easier than, like, making a clone slave guy. Right. Um, I We're going to make a scary movie. Where people just fucking turn into hamburgers. It's kind of like Silence of the Lambs, huh? Like, do you remember that movie? What is it called? Like, Meat Slayer 5? <laughs> is that a porn? What the fuck is Meat Slayer 5? the fuck are you talking about? Meat Slayer. Meat Slayer. I'm about to pee my pants right on your couch. Give me one moment, please. Meat Slayer. You've been watching too much porn. So Netflix and chill, I think we both agree that you kind of should be paying attention, but I guess theoretically you could just, like, it's not like like horrific. It's not like gory. yeah. It's not like humans on a beauty tube where you have to like look up and be like, oh shit, yeah, there's yeah. shit. Literal poopy. Ew. <laughs> it's a poopy. Cut it. <laughs> Lady took a poopy. Cut it. I can't be associated. All right. Mind fuckery. Did the movie have any wild plot twists or do a total one eighty? But yes, it did. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. It tried to do it at least. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I said I didn't think it was very wild. By the time it like came around, you knew that something they were racist and they yeah. Right. So you were. Kind I don't of think you knew that they were making them into hamburger helpers. No. They were not. <laughs> Nobody was made into a hamburger. <laughs> you don't know that, Kara. I feel like you fell asleep during the movie. I've seen it. I saw it with you. <laughs> I saw it twice in theaters, actually. Look how sparkly. Oh yeah. Now you see sparkly. I do like. Isn't that nice? Um. So I think that I kind of saw something coming. So it yeah. wasn't like I was like, what? You knew but something was wrong, but you couldn't put your fingers effective. on what. Yes. So Mindfuckery, I think for me, it's like you could tell something was coming. You didn't really know what. Like things start getting real weird in this movie real quick. Yes. And it takes like a well, maybe not real quick. Like they, um, it takes like a minute to get there. But once they start happening, it's like, okay. But when you find out what, like, they're really doing with the hamburger helper brain choppy stuff, I think that is kind of a mindfuckery. It's kind of like, whoa, that's what's going on with the the butler and the the maid. I don't think those were the politically correct terms. What were they? Janitorial associate. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Theater worthy. Well, we both saw it in theaters apparently together. I don't remember. I blacked out. Yeah, it was really an emotional moment for me, not so much for Lisa. <laughs> I just didn't remember that I saw it with Kara, because I can't put my finger on what we actually have seen together and what we haven't seen together, because she sees everything 35 times, and I only see it once, and so it gets really confusing if she saw it with me oh, or somebody else. I, I, wanna, I have to make a statement. I'll wait till the end of this, though. I have a statement. Do you want to make it now? No, I'm going to wait. I'm nervous. Rinse and repeat. Will we watch it again or recommend? I absolutely would watch it again. I think it's a great movie. And I've seen it probably like three times. And every time I get anxious around the same point. Which is that point, I need to know. It's like right when, it's after that, um, they have that like mixer. Yeah. And that person comes up to him and she's like, what's it? She says something about habit. She's like, what's it like to fuck a black guy? Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. And Here we go. Uncomfortable. Yeah. Or maybe it's, like, all around the same time. And then when in the middle of the... Or that dude's chopping wood. Picture. And he's oh. like, hi. And he's like, don't fucking talk to me. This is all very... That's uh, what he says? 
But don't you remember that part? No. The guy's chopping wood and he's like, hey, nice to see another brother. Oh, and yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, it's just all, yeah. Yeah, my, the part for me that that happened, the anxious starts coming, is when he snaps the picture of that guy and the guy just like stops and freaks uh. the fuck out. Um, that part, I thought some shit was going to go down. I couldn't put my finger on what, but keep going. Oh, you oh, said you're it. wishing for a different ending. What was the ending you were wishing for? Hoping and praying. I wanted, and praying I wanted her to not... Be an asshole? Yeah. I yeah. wanted her to be like, my family was wrong. I really love you. Yeah. I wanted her to stick up for him, and yeah. she didn't. But they did play that off really well, because it is up until the very, very last like minute that you realize yeah. that, like, oh, she's a bitch. It's which with the keys. When she has keys, and he's like, looking give me the for keys, keys. Give me the keys. Give me the keys. And she's like, no. No, thanks. This is like why I'm single. I'm scared to date a psychopath and have their family be crazy as well. Um, the plot thickens. Was the plot good? Oh, wait. I didn't even answer that question. Um, back up. Rinse and repeat. 100% will watch again. I agree with what Kara said. And I kind of added my own thoughts as well in that little bit. So, yes. 100%. I thought that was a... It's a wonderful movie. I hope he makes more like this. Yes. Um, I don't think anything would ever touch this, but I hope he they're, covers a different subject. They're discussing a sequel. <gasps> One question. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> One question. What could the sequel possibly be? That's what I was just going to ask. I forget how it ends. They drive they off together. They die. No. All of them died? He kills them all. But he's still alive. Oh, yeah, yeah. So what would this sequel be? He, like, meets a cousin. He meets another white girl. He doesn't learn his lesson. It's me. I wonder. But I feel like um, Jordan Peele is, like, super smart and intelligent. And it's just, he'll find a way to make it good. I don't think he'd put out something that was, like, Shrek four and a half. Did you say Shrek? Yeah, like, that movie was terrible. I've never seen half Shrek one. You've never seen Shrek two? At least Sir Shrek 2 is good. But they get into 4 and he turns into a human. I'm like lost He turns it. into a human? It's fucked. It's really fucked. It's all a mess. For good. For, for, for a minute. I don't really know. I didn't pay attention because no. it scared me a little bit. I didn't realize what I was watching. You know how sometimes they make um, cartoons that are like like uh, popular into what? Into like TV shows type of thing. Like they like take the characters out of the movie and then like kind of change them up and put them in a show. Well, that's what the movie felt like. It felt like I was watching like something that was not connected. What were you gonna say? You said ew. I just. Did you pick a scab? No, it had to do with Shrek. Oh, what? What about Shrek? Did you have a crush on Shrek? No, I just don't like animation like that where it's like they're like real people but they aren't. You know, like it, like, like I think John Nathan should be. Yeah, I don't like that. Really? Why? Oh, it freaks me out. Too real. Wow. I either want you to be real or I want you to be a cartoon. <laughs> There's no in between for me. This is like so Toy great. Story. Get out. I love Toy Story. Do you like claymation films? Like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was thinking more of This Is Hollow. What's it called? The Never 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 yeah, I do. Who is it in our, in our world that hates those? Adam. Adam hates claymation movies. I'm cool with claymation. It's you that, said it scares it's them. It's that Pixar yeah. shit. Really? Yeah. I don't like it. But you want to be turned into a fucking robot? Yeah. A robot <laughs> wife? Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. So maybe we'll cover some of those since they scare you. <laughs> All right, rinse and... Oh, we did that. Yeah. The plot thickens. Did we think the plot was good? Yeah. One, two, three. Yes. yes. One, two, three. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. 
We get it. Yeah, it was a really great plot. Gore factor. What do you think about the gore? Not any. No, there, I mean, there's just a there's few regular. Right <laughs> some chops. There's a few, like Kara, and I quote, wrote, not much gore, just a few regular bloody scenes. You know, just Very regular. regular, just your average blood scene. A few chops here and there, chop, chop. Um, it only gets gory till the end, and it's not even gory. It's just like a little bit of blood here and there, like a little, little yeah, ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> Where can you watch it, Kara? Let me know. On, demand. I believe, Cinemax. Is that on demand? That's yeah. And on Amazon Video, but you have to pay. But this is actually worth paying for. Unless you're Prime, right? No, it's not. Oh, that's no. fucked up. What yeah. the fuck am I paying for? Two-day delivery, free. <laughs> it's true. Um, final thoughts? I love this movie. I thought it was great. Initially, though, like I've discussed over and over and over and over and over again, I don't like when movies go into like such unreal territory, like the sunken place territory. But like I said, I backtrack on that. Because now I understand that it had symbolic meaning like the rest of the movie. But originally when we watched it, that was the only part that I didn't like. Because I'm like, this is getting... It's kind like, of Stranger Thingsy. It's like, yeah. yeah, upside down. Yeah, it's like, it just gets unrealistic for me. And I hate when, like, movies that are doing so much realism and, and feeling like they're like, actually happening in real life turn into this, like, movie that, like, But it really couldn't goes that theoretically actually happen in hypnotism. I've never been hypnotized in nor will I ever be, but... Yeah, I no, it's that shit freaks me out. I'm sure it could happen. Yeah. But, like, the way they, like, portrayed it is obviously something I don't feel like I'm ever going to experience. Yeah. And I think that... I mean, obviously, I'm never going to experience being chopped to bits either, hopefully. Hamburger um, meat. <laughs> hamburger meat. Um, but that's, like, the only thing that I had a problem with. But, like, like I said, now that I know that that was symbolic, I can watch it in a whole new light and really appreciate it and not think, like, okay, why did they have to put this in here? It's kind of stupid. Yes. You know what I mean? I agree. But I now, like I said, I redact my original statement that I gave you just a second ago. And never before then. <laughs> what do you think? I agree. Well, I don't have issues with sunken places, but um, I think it's great. I think everybody should see it. I think it's really important for people like myself who don't experience Absolutely. racism. I think it's important to see. Yeah, 100% <laughs> agree. I think... I do think it's really important. I think it, it's a teachable moment. It's, I mean, it opens your eyes to things you don't even think about. Like I said, microaggressions even. Yeah. Um, even the scene that the, the cop pulls them over and he's yeah. not driving and he's like, I need to see your license. And she's like, why? He wasn't driving. Yeah. And he's like, I still need to see his license. That's like, I feel like that shit happens on a yeah. daily basis. And so it's, I mean, hopefully our world's moving farther and farther away from that. Obviously there's always going to be shit buckets in the sea, but I think there's many more rainbow fish that are swimming around that are accepting and understanding or at least tolerant. Yes. Doesn't necessarily have to accept or understand, but it, tolerance is key. You don't have to hate don't people. Be a dick. That's it. That's the moral of the story, ladies and gentlemen. Do not be a dick or you'll be made into a hamburger. I have a statement. Statement coming. A few episodes ago, I sang the praises in Movie Pass. <gasps> I would like to hereby redact all of those statements. I canceled my movie pass. Did you? I am furious. Wait, so what actually happened with movie pass? Okay. Break it down for our listeners in case they are in the So, stores. what I signed up for is that I could see one movie every single day of my life. Forever, until she's buried in the ground. Yeah. As long as I keep paying that 10 bucks a month. Which is like Netflix, right? That's Netflix's fee, right? Something like that. I don't mind. Neither but, do I. It's my um, brother's. Thank you, Adam. But, so, 
a couple weeks ago, for a while, like the whole system was down. So like, people are trying to go to the movies. It wasn't working. And they're like, oh, sorry, technical error. But so were they on it, though? No. What actually happened mm-hmm. is they went bankrupt. <gasps> and they had to very quickly borrow $5 million. Same. So, same. Who wants to do that for me? So then when they came back from that, they started this whole, like, my timeline might be a little messed up. But basically they were like, you can't see hot movies anymore. You have to wait two weeks. What the fuck are hot movies? Like, nobody was allowed to see Mission Impossible. Um, what? And then they started restricting showtimes. So the final straw for me was, I went to go see Mamma Mia 2. Three weeks after it came out, at 11 a.m. on a Sunday, and they wouldn't let me use my movie house because they said that was too in demand. I was one of seven people at the theater. So the minute, wait. the minute I left that movie, I canceled the fucking I didn't hear this story. I am still furious because I'm still fighting them for a refund and they won't answer me. Yeah. Because they're like, okay, you're canceled, but you can have your movie pass throughout what you've paid. And I said, I don't want that. I want you to give me a prorated refund and I want you to immediately cancel this card. They haven't answered. I've emailed them three times. I've tried chatting with them. That's but it so insane. What happened? Just because they suck? Well, okay, but so what then, is the hot movie after I canceled it, is it because they don't have the money to pay these people? I, yeah. After I canceled it, the next day, now now what MoviePass is, is three movies a month. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Three movies a month. Well, fuck on Do off, MoviePass. Do not get a MoviePass. If you have one. Cancel it. You should cancel it. That's insane. Things like the Cinemark Movie Club are a hell of a lot better. What's and that? It's a lot not sketchy. I think it's like you pay 10 bucks a month and you get one free pass and 20% off all snacks. Oh, that's nice. But I'll I feel better supporting Cinemark. Because they're actually in business. That's so insane. You, ugh. Fuck, that sucks. Fuck Movie Pass. Damn. And give me my money back. Yeah, Movie Pass, if you're listening, <laughs> fuck off and we want our money back. Well, I, I didn't pay shit. I my money back. Yeah, that's absolutely shit. That's ab- Did you at least get enough movies out of it originally? Yeah. When it was what I thought it was, I got my money's worth, which is why I kept it. That's but some trash. That's well, trash. fuck on off. I think I call them scumbags in my uh, Well, they are. That's scummy. That's shitty. Yeah. Wow. So, well, on that note, get the fuck out. <laughs> get out! <laughs> Movie pass. Fuck on off. All right. Well, remember, we're having a little contest. Two weeks from this air date, whenever that may be, we want to know what we should name that little section. It includes, we're going to go over it real quick, the 10-minute test. So real or so fake? Netflix and chill. Mindfuckery. Theater worthy? Rinse and repeat. The plot thickens? Gore factor. Where can you watch? Well, that's not part of it. So... Those are the things that section includes. Give us a good name. You'll get a goodie bag directly from Kara and I. And it might be very special. It might be. It might not be. <laughs> yeah, it might be tonal clippings. Who knows? But we hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Remember, in order to enter, five-star review and then comment on one of our social media posts saying that you left it with a little screen grab of it, and we'll enter you on in. And then, like, say what you think it should be called. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that needs to be part of the comment. <laughs> That should be, like, your comment. Your review. Your review. People will be like, review. Fuck time. Yeah. Fuck time. Meat bags number five. What did she say? Meat. (laughs) Meat's revenge number three. What the hell did she say? That's a porn for sure. Look at this. This is a dirty mind I work with. 
All right. Meat slinger. <laughs> See, she knows it, so it must be real. It's look it up. Meat slinger. Well, we're gonna look it up. Meat. Something. Something crazy is about to come up. I know it. Meat slinger. <laughs> Five. Well, Held's Meat and Cheese Market came up, and they are in uh, Slinger, Wisconsin. That sounds good. Let's go. <laughs> Ew. Ew, when you Google Meat Slinger, it's just a lot of, like, actual meat. Nothing fun comes up. A sniper comes up. That's a little odd. Well. See? It's real. On that note, we bid you adieu. Thank you for checking us out. Thank you for breaking up your week. Maybe. <laughs> I don't really know when you listen to this. But thank you for coming to hang with us tonight. Me. Do I sound like the dial-up down? <laughs> <laughs> like the internet dial-up tone. I like, know what a dial-up tone is. I'm sure a lot of these millennials do not. Oh, well, we're getting broken into. Bye. <laughs>